the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, since we spoke yesterday, two major developments on the economic front that are not just headlines that they talk about on national news shows. They are headlines that will touch you, more like shove you, more like push you down deeper into the economic hole that uh, myself and many of you uh, feel like we are in as the Federal Reserve has raised interest rates by another three quarters of a percentage point. It is the first time in history that the Fed has raised interest rates by three-quarters of a percent in back-to-back meetings. And then this morning, we got confirmation of what we pretty much knew was coming. The gross domestic product, the economy, is shrinking. Uh, They talk about uh, it contracting or that we have a negative GDP number for a second straight month. Recession, the White House pushed back on that, started pushing back on it within the past week because, of course, they had run the numbers. They had the inside information. They knew what was coming. And so uh, the best way to avoid answering for something is to redefine that something. And that is what they have been moving heaven and earth to do. But I don't think we need a rate hike, which will make housing starts suffer, which will make getting a home loan more expensive and probably more difficult for those of you who over the past two, three months have already seen the kind of home you can afford uh, decline considerably. Maybe you started out with a budget of uh, 300000 350000 You were hoping for a three-bedroom or a four-bedroom, two-bath home uh, because now your mortgage rate due to the accompanying rate hikes of banks around the country when the money they have to borrow is more expensive, the money you have to borrow becomes more expensive. Yes, businesses pass along their increased costs to you. Uh, Now you can afford maybe a three-bedroom, one-bath house. Not in uh, the neighborhood you wanted, but in a less advantageous neighborhood, a less safe neighborhood, a neighborhood where the schools are not rated as high. That is how the headlines they talk about on television touch you, shove you, push you uh, into a worse place. I didn't need to know at 8.30 this morning that the economy contracted in the second quarter by nine-tenths of a percentage point to know that we're in recession because my own personal and my family's own personal economic situation has been receding for the entirety of Joe Biden's presidency. And I think that is the best way to determine 
whether we're in a recession or not, is your own personal situation getting worse or getting better? Have you gotten a wage increase? Is it keeping up with the increase in cost of your groceries, of your gasoline, of everything else? If so, maybe you don't understand what the big deal is. But if not, and my guess is I have a lot more people in my boat than you have in yours, then this is not a good time in our country. And it is very easy, despite the protestations and denials coming from the White House, to identify the policies that have led to this misery across the American middle and lower class. Let's start with the so-called American Rescue Plan, which is the perfect name for the trillions of dollars in spending that Joe Biden and the Democrats voted for in March of 2021. The American Rescue Plan. I say it's the perfect name, not because it's an accurate name, but quite the opposite, because it is an inaccurate name. And if we have learned anything by observing Democrats over recent history, it is that words don't mean to you and me what words used to mean. The same words used to mean to you and me. A pregnant woman is now a pregnant person to Democrats. And so a inept withdrawal from Afghanistan in the Democratic parlance is an extraordinary success. That's what the president said. The sky-high gas prices hitting and exceeding $5 a gallon, now coming down, but still 80 cents to a dollar or more higher than they were when Joe Biden inherited them from Donald Trump. That, to me, is not, as Joe Biden has called it, an incredible transition. No, that is a stupid and painful decision to demonize domestic energy production. So, of course, the American Rescue Plan would be a plan that hurts most of America. Me, and I wonder, you included. If you'd like to weigh in on your perspective, now that we're not even halfway through a Joe Biden presidency, the number is 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. That will work whether you're listening on 94.5 in Dayton or 98.9 in Columbus. We'll get an economic perspective from our economic expert, Josh Pick, at 11.35 this morning. So the economy is shrinking And the Biden administration talks about jobs and the jobless rate is very low and full employment, I will admit, has always been 4% unemployment. But because you figure that 4% of the people are transitioning from one job to another. What is different now is that they trumpet job gains and yet they never cite the fact that we are still 3 million jobs under where we were when we stupidly shut down the economy in March of 2020 for COVID. We still have not. A year and a half after Biden took office, a year and a half after we had two vaccines and therapeutics and all kinds of things that allow an addled 80, almost 80-year-old president to bounce back from COVID 
in five days. We have all these treatments and we have so much more knowledge. We still have not gotten the economy back to where it was in terms of workforce participation a year and a half into Joe Biden's presidency. And guess what we're going to do to fix that? We're going to spend more money. The American Rescue Plan spent almost $2 trillion to ship $1,400 checks and additional checks of $350 a month or $500 a month to people, depending on how many kids you had and how, how old your kids were, when we were still not out of a pandemic. Now, what happened during the pandemic? Supply chains shut down because the world shut down. Remember all the ships parked in the harbor in L.A.? Goods on those ships. Couldn't get semiconductors for cars. Couldn't get anything. So I know they love to redefine terms, but inflation has always been too much money chasing too few goods. So if you're Joe Biden and you're his economic advisors and you're sitting around your big oak table in the White House after taking office in January of 2021... And you're trying to avoid inflation, knowing that you have ships parked in the harbor in L.A. and you can't get stuff from around the world because everybody's manufacturing is still not ramped up and the supply chains have still not ramped back up. What is the thing that you need to be worried about? Goods, right? Goods. And if you don't have goods, too few goods, they're on ships, they're not being produced, people aren't back to work. Not a surprise we had too few goods. What could you do to guarantee that you would have inflation? Print and give away money. Print and give away money. See, you're smart enough, sitting in your car, standing in your kitchen, walking your dog right now, maybe hitting balls on the range, to know that we had too few goods in March of 2020, and that if we shipped people money for doing nothing, they would A, not want to go back to work, not need to go back to work to get those supply chains moving, And they would have money that they would spend because grandpa government is going to give me money whenever I need it. I don't even have to earn it. And so they put more money in the system. There were too few goods in the system and we got inflation. So now what are we going to do to fix it? Oh, I buried the lead yesterday besides the Fed raising the interest rate. And today, besides the number confirming that we have a contracting economy, in between those two developments, we have... Joe Manchin, heretofore believed to be the firewall against Democratic stupidity, joining with Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden for what Politico, left-wing outlet terms, the biggest climate spending package in U.S. history, devoting hundreds of billions of dollars to clean energy technologies. Clean energy technologies. Joe Manchin. I wonder if he's wearing a green suit today. Because Joe Manchin has now not just joined, but become the enemy. Why would Joe Manchin do that? Why would Joe Manchin, from a coal state, West Virginia, join the uh, green fools and plunge the rest of us into further economic chaos? Eh, There's a historical reason, a very good reason, a selfish reason. I'll give it to you next. So, Joe Manchin, West Virginia Senator. We thought he was a guy we could count on. I told you to be nervous about it. Counting on a Democrat is always fraught with peril. Yesterday, Joe Manchin caved. He joined 
What Politico says will be the biggest climate spending package in U.S. history, devoting hundreds of billions of dollars to clean energy technologies. Now, Joe Manchin's in West Virginia, and they make coal in West Virginia, and he's always said how silly it is that we ought to prioritize fossil fuels and this and that and the other. Uh, So why would Joe Manchin turn tail and join with Democrats, with AOC, and commit to spending hundreds of billions of dollars on another green energy boondoggle like Solyndra, like every green energy proposal that there is out there. Uh, Tom Cotton, the senator from Arkansas, hopefully at some point, the future president of the United States, uh, called it Joe, Man- uh, Joe Manchin's 700-page bill that will Manchin will sign on to, the longest suicide note in West Virginia political history. Tom Cotton's thoughts being that uh, Joe Manchin now has uh, guaranteed that when he runs in two years, he'll be replaced by a Republican. Maybe so, maybe so, but maybe not. Why not? Well, time for a history lesson, kids. Do you remember a senator named Robert Byrd? Robert Byrd was in the Senate for decades from West Virginia. He was a Democrat. Do you remember a phrase that was associated with Robert Byrd called the bridge to nowhere? Have you ever heard the bridge to nowhere? Uh, The bridge to nowhere was, uh, unlike a Democratic term, an accurate term. The bridge to nowhere was a bridge built in West Virginia on a highway that was begun uh, in the mid-1960s. And it was then called, uh, I think it was like Highway C or something like that. Highway C doesn't have much of a ring to it. It's hard to get people excited about Highway C. So over the next 40 years, 40, I said, it became known as the King Cole Highway. Now, if you want West Virginia citizens to get behind something, you call it King Cole Highway. Uh, Yet the highway did not get finished. The bridge was finished, but the highway did not get finished. There were sections of it that were finished, but uh, not all of it was finished. Nevertheless, Robert Byrd continued to throw into any bill he could in Washington uh, a little pork on the side for his home state of West Virginia. And he got over $340 million, including a big chunk of dough from Barack Obama in 2009. And when that happened in 2009, ah, that last $50 million from Barack Obama, that was going to finish uh, the King Cole Highway and then uh, give the bridge to nowhere a, a bridge to somewhere. They were going to finish the bridge so they could get to the, quote, Mercer County Airport. I don't mean Mercer County where, you know, our friends from St. Henry are located. No, Mercer County, West Virginia. Uh, The uh, governor at the time, uh, in uh, May of 2019, Jim Justice, he may still be the governor, I don't know, uh, said that this was now going to turn the bridge to nowhere into the bridge to somewhere. Okay, so uh, did they get that done? Headline uh, from the uh, West Virginia Telegraph uh, says that the... uh, King Cole Highway extension is still not done and that they are endeavoring to get it finished. And so now we go back to uh, the Politico story and the Politico story about why Joe Manchin changed his mind is that Joe Manchin uh, believes that he can withstand 
the fallout from signing on to the green energy initiative, the hundreds of billions of dollars in spending because he has secured special projects for the state of West Virginia. Ah, yes. The way things happen in Washington is you scratch my back and I will scratch yours. How much do you want to bet that West Virginia is going to get a boatload of money, maybe some kind of windmill factory or battery factory or solar panel factory, along with other assorted and sundry millions here, there, and everywhere, that Joe Manchin will be able to sell to his voters in 2024 so that he can return to the Senate and continue his ever-improving Robert Byrd impression. This is everything that stinks about our politics. And so I am very tempted to say that the one thing you should do the next time you step into a voting booth is to vote every single incumbent out of office. I don't mean just Democrats either. When Mike Carey runs for re-election as the congressman in this district, vote him out. Mike Carey is not a conservative. Mike Carey voted to codify gay marriage into law. He's one of four Republicans, Republican uh, state represent or uh, House representatives, congressmen, one of four Republican congressmen from the state of Ohio, to vote for that. There is no reason for Mike Carey to do that on principle, other than Mike Carey thinks, hey, I can put pictures on my campaign ads with my beautiful family, and I can talk about, you know, my conservative bona fides, and I got to speak at the Trump rally, so more probably more people will remember me for that than they will for me voting to codify gay marriage into law. Vote every single incumbent out. Every single one. Because they are not doing the will of the people. Not at all. Not close. They don't care. They don't care about what you care about. I wanted to believe with all my heart that it was possible that not every Democrat could be corrupt. That not most Republicans would be corrupt. But from Rob Portman to Mike Carey to Mike DeWine, but I'm not telling you to vote for Nan Whaley over Mike DeWine. You do have to hold your nose and vote for some incumbents from time to time. But it's just so discouraging, given the fact that for how many, what, the better part of a year and a half, Joe Manchin has said, no, 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 no more green spending. This is crazy. Prioritize fossil fuels. And then it's like, hey, Joe, Look under the table. Look what we got. Ooh! Talk about green energy. The kind with George Washington and Benjamin Franklin's picture on it. That's the green energy that speaks to Joe Manchin. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.